He put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. On the weeks that I preach, Father Wesley and I have the same conversation sometime, well, I don't know. It depends on, on Father Wesley, really, on, on whether he's you know, really on top of it or whether he's not so much on top of it. If, if he's really on top of it, this conversation takes place on Tuesday. And if he's really, really busy, maybe Friday. But he'll say, I'll say, Dave, uh, what's the title of your sermon? And that's when he gets the blank stare. <laughs> what title? <laughs> exactly. What title? Mark chapter 7, verse 31 to 37. There's my title. I generally don't have a title. Um, he usually thinks of a, of a nifty one because he's, he's poetic. But today, I thought of a title... And it's, uh, well, I think it's pretty cool. So here's a title of the sermon. Two words. Matter matters. There you go. That's the that's name of the sermon. Right there. It's pretty slick, isn't it? It's the same word twice, except it's, except it's possessive at the end. You see that? Okay. Yep. Matter matters. There you go. I see people writing it down. <clears throat> That's, a, that's all right with me. You look at the gospel this morning. Did, did, it, did it not strike you just a touch odd? Did it strike anyone odd? Sticking the fingers in the ears? Touching the tongue? I'm assuming he spit on his hand and touched his tongue. Not that he pulled his tongue out and spit on it. I'm not sure which happened. Okay, but either way, he spit on the man's tongue. Okay? And of course, the conclusion of it was is that this poor fellow who couldn't hear and couldn't speak could hear and speak. It's just pretty amazing. I mean, you give it, I mean, you take someone's hearing away and give it back to them, you know, later in life, and they never really talk properly again, and yet this guy was just chattering away. A miracle, no doubt. But here he is doing these things. You know, there's another one where he makes mud, you know, and puts it on the guy's eyes. Right? Isn't that odd? And the reason why I say it's odd is because, of course, you know, Jesus is God. He's the second person in the ontological trinity. He was there at creation. He speaks and matter leaps into existence from non-existence. Ex nihilo, as it's described in philosophy, of nothing. There was nothing, and then there's matter. Matter is just anything expended in space. Oh, and there's space. Huh? Isn't it strange? You know, look at Jesus when he heals the centurion. I preached on this about six months ago. It's in the lectionary. It's, it's one of the things we preach on. It comes around every year. Uh, the centurion. Right? He, he goes up to Jesus and he says, you know, he's a Roman soldier. He's a Roman captain, really. 
in their army. And he says, you know, you don't have to come under my roof, you know, but, uh, you know, speak the word only in my, you know, my servant shall be healed. We're quoting a Roman centurion every, every day in Mass. Isn't that funny? And Jesus says, wow, if I received faith like this in all of Israel. And the, the guy served, the centurion's servant is way, way far away. He's nowhere near. So the centurion just came, you know, from a great distance to find Jesus and says, you know, heal my, heal my servant. And Jesus says, yeah, we're good. It'll be the way you wanted it. See you. Like that. I think it was cool. Said nothing. Didn't say, oh, Lord, heal the servant. Nothing. Not a word. Just pure omniscience. Mic drop. Boom. Yeah, he's done. We're good. Moving on. All he talked about was how great the, the guy's faith was. When the guy got back, when the centurion got back, what did he discover? At the very hour that Jesus said that, the man was made well. The man on his deathbed was better. So what's up with the mud and the ears and the spit? I mean, why? I mean, why? Seriously, if you could just do it with just a thought, which of course God can, why would you bother with all the stuff? God created... In six days, and every time he got done, what did he say? It is good. Actually, on the sixth day when he created man, what did he say? It was very good. There you go. It's all good. There's no such thing as this dichotomy between the, the immaterial which is often labeled simultaneously spiritual and the material, which is often labeled as, you know, fallen, dirty, bad, not good. That is a false dichotomy. One that has, it's a, really, it's a heresy. Well, when it, when it fully develops, it becomes a heresy. And it's, I mean, it's been ginned up for, I mean, from the very beginning. And it gets ginned up so much that, I mean, you know, oh, Jesus didn't really come in the flesh. And so that had to be suppressed. But in the 17th century, when the Enlightenment got a hold of Christianity and decided to make a new religion for itself, that's exactly what it tried to do. It just couldn't go that far as the Aryans would, or because we'd all have thrown them out. We would have, at that point, said, you're not even close to being a Christian. So they had to hang on to it. But what did they do? Well, they've scrubbed Jesus off of a crucifix, and they just have a bare cross. And, you know, there used to be a devotion to the five wounds of Jesus. Oh. And there used to be a devotion to the precious blood of Jesus. Mm. All so messy. Also fleshly and not, and not good, because only that which is invisible and spiritual in your own mind is good. Nonsense. Jesus was bloody. For you. Those wounds were real. And you should look at them in adoration. Thanking Almighty God. For every single stripe. Every one of them is for you. All the blood. Precious blood poured out. For you. All of it is good. 
And everything in this dominion that God made is to be taken over for Christ. That is dominion. The command still stands that we are to take dominion of the world, that we are to rule it for Christ. So disabuse yourself of the idea that physical things are somehow evil and whatever goes on in your mind or whatever is invisible is somehow good because it's all good. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.